Okay, so this is episode two of the Chatty Cathy podcast. It is currently 7.53 a.m. where I am. Um, I stayed up pretty late last night, like, trying to put together the pieces to actually, like, put um, my the, the content that I recorded yesterday to actually, like, put it out there for people to listen to. And it's actually really funny because, um, well, first of all, the entire uh, episode, what, oh my goodness, I said that it was only going to be an hour, ended up being an hour and 45 minutes. Um, I'm not even going to give myself like a baseline for how long this one's going to be. Something tells me it's not going to be as long because this topic I probably can't talk about for as long, but you know, I always am surprising myself. But um, I was talking about my experiences with ADHD in the last episode and it's it's funny because one of the like one of the things one of the symptoms of ADHD is something called hyperfocus which basically means that you are just like zeroed in on one project for like an abnormal amount of time and it's super difficult to pull you away from it and like for me all of yesterday was pretty much just like a big hyper focus session of like getting this podcast up and running um I did luckily like have to take a couple of breaks just because of what was going on in my house but honestly like if I would have been like living alone I guarantee that I would have spent all day yesterday like the entire an entire 18 hour stretch working on the podcast. And it's funny because it really isn't that much work. Like I'm super grateful that it's not that much work. Um, definitely like takes a little bit of working around and trying to like figure things out, especially because I'm not very well versed in technology stuff, but I did figure it out. And right now, uh, episode one plus or plus one, uh, like the first real episode that I've ever posted, it's just on this website called RSS right now, but I'm hoping to get it on Spotify. And then there's a couple of other platforms that I might want to look into getting it on, but we're just going to like take it step by step, um, baby steps. But anywho, the reason that I was saying that is because all of my like hyper focus on the podcast that I did yesterday, <clears throat> it basically like, I ended up staying up a lot later last night than I, like, realized, and so I thought that I was gonna, like, end up sleeping in this morning, and sure enough, like, I got woken up just naturally at 6.45. No alarm clock whatsoever. I just woke up at 6.45, so, um, I was like, mm, I don't think I'm ready to start my day yet, but you know what I can do? I'm so ready to speak for a long time again. So, let's do it. Um, I thought about talking about ADHD again, but I... I'm going to try to make uh like episodes regarding ADHD like more sporadic. I don't want it to just be like one big ADHD series and like this becomes a podcast about ADHD. Yes, that's definitely like an experience that I'm kind of working through, but I don't I don't like the idea of again, I think I said this um last time. I just don't want to pigeonhole myself. And so kind of like to help me with the progression, I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to cover like a different topic today." But I want to make sure that it's something that's like engaging and interesting um, and that I'm like relatively knowledgeable about. This does not require very much like logistical knowledge. It's more of just like an experience thing. And I will explain what the topic is. By the way, I think that last time I said that I wasn't going to like be having specific topics and I was just going to go off on rambling sessions. But I think that it actually really worked out yesterday that it just so happened that I was able to use um, the... ASRS, uh, which is an adult ADHD test. Um, I think that it was very useful to be able to use that kind of like as like a guide to 
really direct the conversation. And again, it ended up being a really long conversation, but at least I feel like it did give me a sense of, um, like it helped me given that I was rambling, but at least my ramblings had to come to an end because I had to get on to the next question. So, uh, I did decide that I'm going to try to provide a little bit of structure to these episodes, but hopefully not that much. Hopefully it doesn't interfere with like the, um, authenticity of it, if that makes any sense. Like the biggest thing here is I just don't want it to be scripted and yeah, just keep it kind of kind of natural. No, natural isn't even the right word. I think that yesterday I decided the right word is probably just casual. You know, it's like I'm having a conversation right now, but I'm just having a conversation with myself and it just so happens that someone might be listening. So anywho, the topic for today, and I feel like I've kind of like built it up to sound like something that's like, uh, something that I've been doing a lot of research on. Cause like I mentioned with the ADHD thing, like that's like something that I've invested myself in a lot. This other topic is more so something that is like a lived experience that I'm going, like I'm, I'm becoming more aware of right now. And so I'll introduce it. Uh, I believe that I'm going to call this episode Almost 20. And that is because, first of all, um, just a little bit about me. I don't even think that I ever said my name yesterday. My name is Kathleen. Uh, my closest friends call me Kathy. That's why I named this the Chatty Kathy Podcast. So there's my little introduction um, you know, an episode late or whatever. I had recorded it in the, like, first actual episode that I recorded, but I'm, I'm not putting that out for a while. If I put that out, it'll be a while down the line, and that will be called episode zero, probably. Um, but anywho, yeah, so a little bit about me, and, like, probably the only information I'm going to give to you right now, um, is that I am 19 years old. My birthday isn't in, oh my gosh, it is literally in exactly a month. That's crazy. I didn't even do that on purpose. This is perfect. So basically I'm almost 20. I'm 19 years old right now. And in a month I will be turning 20. And I was like, oh my gosh, people are always talking about, you know, your twenties. Like it's, it's just something that I feel like there's a lot of hype about. Um, then again, I feel like in your youth, like overall people are always like hyping up your youth um whether that be like you know when you're substantially younger in like elementary school or like honestly I don't think anyone really talks about like like glorifies middle school or anything like that people talk about high school often and are like oh my gosh those were the days like I just would I wish I could go back and then finally you have people who are like oh your 20s are like the best like if there is ever a time in my life that like I if I got the opportunity to go back I would go back to my 20s and that's a lot of pressure um and like I said I'm only 19 right now so I'm not even 20 yet most of my friends are 20 we don't really talk about our 20s that much um I don't really like the idea of classifying an entire decade of your life as being like the decade of your life Um, but like, I can understand why I can understand why people think that way, but I'm definitely getting ahead of myself. Um, so yeah, I think that the title of this episode is going to be almost 20 because I am almost 20, but I think that, I think that a lot of the time, like your twenties encompasses more than just like, oh, the day that you turn 20 and until like the day that you turn 30, like that's your twenties. In all honesty, the experience that I've been having so far is that like, I've felt like I'm 20 for a like little while now. So, um, so before I get into that, like I said, I actually do have a little bit of structure here. So, um, before I get into that, uh, I, I I feel like I kind of already gone over this, but, um, 
I want to cover like what happens before your 20s and like I'm I want you to know that like I have air quotes around 20s every time that I'm saying it because again like what even is your 20s and that's exactly what we're going to be going into today um it's just like answering that question of what even is your 20s um but before that like let's just kind of recap like what is leading up to your 20s um and so it's funny like I kind of worked myself backwards and I was like, okay, well, your 20s definitely isn't when you're in high school, right? Like, (laughs) you're in high school. That's, like, your teenage years. I feel like for most people, that's, like, ages 14 to 18. Um, Like, obviously, there are exceptions. But I feel like, generally speaking, like, in high school, that's the year that, like, you're really getting the chance to experience freedom, like, from your family for the first time. It's not, like, a true freedom, but at least, uh, like, typically people are able to drive at that point and if they can't drive themselves their friends can drive and like you don't I mean some people have curfews obviously like that's a form of like restraining or restricting your freedoms but like it's not like your um like your life is being determined by what your parents have planned for you or whatnot so I feel like in high school that's like also um pivotal and being able to uh, like discover yourself. I think that for me in my experience, high school was the first chance that I really got to like make friends and like choose, I guess, given like my situation growing up might be a little bit different than like the other people around me where most of them went to the same schools together as they were growing up. Whereas like I went to a different smaller school and then finally like met all of them at high school. So I don't know, like high school is definitely, um, I think I, I'm going to go over kind of like some of the themes of like your 20s, but for now, I think that all that I'll say is that high school is probably, and this makes sense because like sequentially it's before, like in this like idea of your 20s, it is right before. Um, But I think that there are some, like you get a little bit of exposure, but not entirely. And it's mostly, um, in my opinion, maybe just because like you're still living in the same town that you've grown up in and living under your parents' roof and still surrounded by like all the same people. But we'll get into that a little bit more later. Then before high school, you obviously had middle school. Middle school is pivotal in the sense of like lots of physical changes are happening. Like, you know, your mind is almost changing essentially. Um, just like almost being rewired from all of a sudden you know it's like you're advancing in to adulthood but you are still like not at all prepared to be considered an adult um and then before you have middle school also just really quick like I said I feel like not many people are like glorifying middle school and it's just because it's such like a roller coaster of emotions of hormones of (laughs) I just oh it's such a turbulent time in your life so um middle school I feel like for me, uh, I just try to forget it. And honestly, I think a lot of people do the same thing, but like it is definitely pivotal and essential because it's when you realize that like you have your own person. I mean, I feel like everybody, you know, like from the very beginning of consciousness, essentially, like you realize that you're your own person, but I feel like middle school is when you start really embracing your differences, but it can also be super difficult because of like external pressures to fit in. Um, then we have elementary school. Uh, and again, I feel like I'm kind of ordering this like in school stages. That's probably not very accurate, but again, like that's just kind of the way that I'm going about this. Elementary, you're a kid, honestly, like maybe I'm the only one that thinks this, but like life is good, you know, obviously there will be 
a couple things that get you down, like someone took your favorite stuffed animal from the toy bin, or um, like you weren't chosen to be like a goose in Duck Duck Goose or whatever. But like overall, elementary, like you're you're chilling. You have some sense of responsibility. I've been babysitting recently and I'm like realizing that yes, like this is the stage when you really start teaching these kids to be accountable for themselves, but you don't just expect for them to take care of themselves like right off the bat, right? And I don't know. I oh gosh, the things I would do to go back to being a child. Um that's a totally different story for a different time. Then we have, okay, I have it labeled as, like, candy care, right? Um, I feel like I don't even care to go over this one that much. I feel like I'm getting to the stages where it's, like, if you can remember, like, your days when you were a kindergartner or when you were in, um, like, preschool or whatever, good on you. I feel like most people probably don't remember that as vividly, like, certain memories, of course, but probably don't remember that that well. All I know is that, for me personally, that was... Uh, that's also maybe something that, like, I feel like that's when you start experimenting, like, socially and, like, really working to make your own friends. Before then, it kind of feels like your friends are being made for you, but then, like, you almost, like, cross this threshold of, like, oh, all of a sudden I have to learn how to be social, um, which is super interesting. And then before that, you have diapers, diaper days, um, where you are just, like, completely dependent, and then right before that, you have the best, best nap that you've ever taken in your life. So, that's, um, what happens before your 20s. And so, all of, like, if you think about the stages that I just kind of went over, I went through it backwards, but so, let me just, like, start from the very beginning. So, obviously, again, like, you're chilling, you're, um, like, unbothered by anything in the world because you know you haven't really been brought into it yet and then all of a sudden you're here and the evolution of that is basically like being cared for every moment of every day um, by a caregiver and then all of a sudden you like do start uh, learning to do things for yourself or for yourself specifically socially um, and then you get to the point where it's like okay I also like am beginning to take some responsibility for myself and like I'm in charge of you know just like the small things that like us as like adults don't really take into consideration but when you are around kids you're like wow like that is super cool that you're in charge of doing that for yourself like my kids that I babysit like they are supposed to brush their teeth they're supposed to get dressed they are supposed to know like what their bedtime routine is and I'm just like blown away by the fact that they're like learning this at that age because obviously like I had to learn it at some point too but now I'm conscious of the fact that like that's when that happened craziness then you get to middle school when you're like actually beginning to establish a sense of self but it's super duper rickety and like again there's like the physical changes happening and then you get to high school which is kind of like the first real taste of freedom and then all of that is building up to what I'm going to call your 20s, which is super funny because that means that I'm, again, like, let's just say that high school is up until the age of 18. That means that I'm completely omitting the age of 18, essentially, and age of 19. So what happens to those two years before you actually are 20? I, as a 19-year-old, it's been interesting for me to be like, do I qualify as being in like this 20s realm or not? So that's the first thing that we're going to talk about and going over like what even are your 20s. I'm going to talk about when the F do your 20s really start because I know damn well that I feel like uh, your 20s don't necessarily start the day that you turn 20 and honestly I don't know if they ever end. Like we'll talk about like what what it really means and like what the again like what the overall themes of being 
and your 20s are. But in all honesty, I think that, like, I'll just uh, let the cat out of the bag. Like, I think that the overlying theme here is going to be that being in your 20s is basically, like, saying that you're an adult now. You know, I know that legally when you turn 18, you do become an adult. Um, So, okay, hold on. Like, let me go back. When do your 20s start? Some might be able to argue that, like, your 20s don't even start in your 20s. Maybe they start when you're 18 and become a legal adult. And, like, all of a sudden, in the society, you're going to be treated differently, right? Um, I, I think that a lot of other, like, I don't know if I would qualify um, being in your 20s by, like, an actual age or a number. I feel like it's more so qualified by experiences. And so, like, you might be able to argue that your 20s start when you're 18, for real, because you become an adult. But in my opinion, turning an age, like, you know, having a number on your driver's license that, like, validates when you were born and how long you have been, like, experiencing life on Earth, I don't necessarily think that that corresponds with, like, the different milestones that people will typically experience in their 20s that, like, really are pivotal and essential and very, like, typical, I would say. Especially, like, I'm talking about, like, Western culture, like, here in the United States. Obviously, I can't speak for anywhere other than where I am. I can't even speak for anyone other than who I am. So, again, this is all just, like, my own opinion, my own um, experiences and what I've witnessed. But so, Anyway, I don't know if I would say that, like, there's a magic number. I feel like people who are 18, honestly, even maybe people before they're 18, that's a bit of a stretch. I was going to say that, like, they have probably experienced their 20s, but it all just depends on, like, what your trajectory in life is. Like, I would make the claim that I, as a 19-year-old, am experiencing my 20s right now, but I don't know, like, I don't know, I just feel like when people are recalling, like, their glory days or whatever, it skips from, you know, you're in high school to your 20s or I mean a lot of people also maybe would go from like high school to college but okay that's exactly what I have to say is at the age of 18 if you are going to college typically you will go to college at the age of 18 and so what I like was saying about maybe it doesn't necessarily maybe your 20s isn't determined by a number and it's more so like determined by your experiences maybe and I think that this is kind of what I would agree with is that your 20s start when either, like, you go to college, um, you pursue, pursue like, a first real career that is your own and are making, like, some form of steady income, or you move out of the house. And those are just three examples that I was able to come up with. Um, I don't feel like it's all-encompassing of the different, like, paths that people can take. Um, when you turn 18, uh, or, you know, again, like, when you kind of graduate from the high school stage of life... But honestly, you know, upon further consideration, like, I do feel like there are three paths that people typically go down after they've graduated from high school. Um, they either go to college and, you know, are, are working and grinding for a couple more years with school. Um, some people just don't feel cut out for college, don't feel like it's their thing, know that they want to do something else and not continue to get an education. So they'll go get, like, a job um, that, like, is meant to be a steady form of income. Or they will move out of the house. And by moving out of the house, I, I like, I would also qualify, like, traveling um, and going and experiencing uh, different things as moving out of the house. But I guess, like, that's not necessarily what everyone does. But <clears throat> I would say that from, huh, from an, a broad standpoint, typically when you are 18, 
one of those three things will happen. But so that leaves like, okay, well, what happens when you're 19? (sighs) And again, like this is just kind of like from my experience, I graduated high school when I was 18, but I had just turned 18, like on May 22nd, right? So it's like, hmm, uh, you know, like my, and I said this to a friend once and they were like, hmm, that's kind of silly that you think that way. But, oh wait, hold on. Did I turn 18? Now I'm like freaking out. Okay. Yeah. I turned 18 on May 22nd of the year that I graduated, if my math is correct. Um, and so like for me, it was, kind of perfect because like the ages were coinciding and I feel like there are specific ages that you're typically like in first grade like for me I think first grade you're probably a six-year-old maybe seven years old you know um but I don't need to go off on that tangent all I'm saying is that for me when uh, when I was 18 I did do uh one of those three things I mean honestly I did two of those three things so I moved out of the house I went to college and um also little update on my life right now I'm not currently in college I am back in my home but I do have I do have a real job uh so again like still kind of falling into those categories but anywho like when I was 18 went off to college that was like that was a huge experience in and of itself I think anyone who goes off to college would explain to you that like yeah that's um definitely different than most uh, anything you've ever been exposed to before for a number of reasons um but we'll get into that maybe more later um but yeah so I think that uh we we've kind of covered that age of 18 are you in your 20s yet Mm, I don't know but I, as a 19-year-old, can speak on the fact that I 100% feel like I'm in my 20s. I think I felt like I was in my 20s when I went off to college um, and finally, like, got away from everything that I've known. I think that that's, like, a big thing for me is just getting away from everything that I've ever known really um, did affect, like, my perception of, uh, well, I mean, yes, the perception of who I am, but also just, like, made me realize that like I sh- I kind of can qualify myself as being in my 20s this is all my opinion I'm sure that lots of people would be like oh my gosh no like you don't know your 20s till you get to your 20s and because I'm a month shy right now I don't even have a right to be speaking but that's again why I'm going to title this almost 20 because I am almost 20 um and then I will get to see if my eyes get opened to an entirely different world because all of a sudden I have the magical two zero but anywho um as a 19 year old I just think that like it's a good chance to kind of like get broken in maybe as an 18 year old you'd argue that like you're not in your 20s because you're still very like easily influenced by the people around you but I don't know if that problem ever goes away for some people I think that in life uh you either decide that like you are going to be uniquely you and there's nothing anyone can do to change that or you decide that what people think of you matters so much that you are going to be influenced by what they like to adapt your personality to them I don't know if that's ever something that people grow out of I think that it's just kind of like a mindset that people adapt over time um but that's like again so many different stories that I could go into right here and I'm just I'm just trying to like hold myself accountable and being like no you can't talk about that right now or else the episode will end up being another hour and 45 minutes this time around and we just I don't think we need to do that again maybe we will someday but I don't think we need to need to do that for this episode so anywho um then on this list well hold on let me go back to what I was saying 
when you're 19, I feel like you've gotten the chance to kind of settle into what being like an adult, a legal adult is like. And finally, maybe at the age of 19, um, or at least for me, which I guess, again, I'm just a little bit younger than my friends. So maybe this experience is kind of invalid because it's like, well, most people would be experiencing what I'm experiencing at the actual age of 20. But again, because I'm 19 right now, this is like my perspective. And my perspective is that like, I've had an opportunity to kind of settle into like what adulthood is. Going off to college was huge for me. Moving away from um, my home state was huge for me. And just getting the chance to kind of recognize who I am apart from my community that I've grown up in was super interesting. And I think that it, it, well, I'm still definitely like adapting and still trying to figure out how to navigate that. But it, it really hit me. Like when I was 18, when I did move away, the realizations, like the revelations that I had about my um, like existence, like literally about my identity, who I am as a person were like, it was just shattered. Um, And I think that like, that's a great thing, but it was really hard on me and it still is. But I am almost 20, currently 19. And I just feel like I just feel like 19 is the age where you're at least kind of broken in to like the adult world, if that makes any sense. I think that it's a learning curve. I think that there's so much that we are going to be learning uh, forever, really. But I think that there's a lot to learn. But because I got out of the house, I moved away, I think that that allowed me to do a substantial amount of learning and growing that w- people would typically affiliate with, like, happening in your 20s. So, again, 19, maybe, like, I feel, like, more broken into this adult world. And now we're crossing over to, like, oh, well, you're actually 20, so, like, you do legitimately qualify as being in your 20s. Or do you? Because this is where the, enti- like, entire experience thing comes into play, right? It's like, okay, maybe you are 20, theoretically, maybe you're 20 literally is what I meant to say but in like a more abstract way are you actually 20 and I think that like I'm gonna get into this a little bit later of like what happens in your 20s but again I think that maybe being in your 20s is more about the experiences um and like the mindset as opposed to like the actual tangible number one last thing uh that I made a note of is that low-key your 20s might start when you're 21 like you might be 20 but almost doesn't count if you can't drink alcohol legally Uh, that's not necessarily something I believe but like when I was thinking through I was like hmm I wonder if some people would argue that because you cannot legally um like go to a bar and drink and like you know enjoy um alcohol you know like maybe that wouldn't even count because I feel like in a lot of people's 20s um and this is probably like an out-of-pocket thing for me to be saying but just from what I've witnessed I feel like alcohol is a part of your 20s like I don't think I'll go any further than to say that but maybe and maybe that's just because I think that a lot of people kind of qualify your 20s as being like the time when you're like partying the most and going the hardest and like staying out late and just like doing all these crazy things and so naturally I'm like okay well like if you're not doing it legally like that's gonna kind of like maybe stunt the fun. I feel like a lot of people have navigated around it. I mean, I know, mm, I I know that like, it's not actually as big of an issue as I'm making it out to be. Like, you don't have to be 21 to drink, essentially, is kind of like how it feels here. But anywho, maybe some people would argue that you're not actually 20 unless you're 21 and can like, enjoy um, these activities legally. But anywho, 
Um, all of this has been kind of leading up to me saying what happens in your 20s. Um, and I have two different sections for this. I have what happens in your 20s and then what really happens in your 20s, you know? So I feel like with me talking about the age thing, I made this distinction of like there's like the logistical like number tied to it versus the actual experiences tied to it and that's what I mean when I say what happens in your 20s that's like the logistical kind of stuff where it's like I'm kind of qualifying that as like tangible and physical whereas what really happens in your 20s that's meant to be more of like a mental and emotional breakdown of it and just again like as a disclaimer I I think that I'd be a lot more qualified to be talking about this if I had like not only were in my 20s but if I were living my 20s right now but I almost feel like it makes more sense for me to talk about it as someone who is not like graduated into that stage of life yet because this is an opportunity for me to talk about like what I've witnessed as someone who's not even 20 years old yet like this is what I've kind of realized to be true from either my friends who are 20 or from just like observing the life around me um if that makes any sense and like being surrounded by other people who are in their 20s um as like a younger person around them like it's just been interesting to kind of notice uh what's going on for them so what happens in your 20s from a physical and tangible standpoint I have that you again I feel like I literally said this but like probably go to college or you maybe get a real job um and okay, here's something that like, or like you move out, right? So those might be like, um, more tangible, like a location kind of standpoint, which is interesting to think about the fact that like, literally your location, um, your physical, like, um, like if you, if I were to pinpoint you on a map, where you are in relation to where you have been for your entire life, that actually, like, that can totally, um, like affect affect the trajectory of your 20s and I don't think that there's like a certain way to go about it all I'm saying is that I know from my personal experience getting out of the house is was huge for me and I think that being able to move away from my parents again being able to move away from like this community that I've known for so long was huge and detrimental and I think that in your 20s like that's kind of what people are encompassing happening right is like getting this opportunity to move away from what you've always known to go in like be a part of the world as opposed to just a part of the community that you've always been in now that's not to discredit anyone who does end up like staying home um and like is with your family like literally I would have no right to speak because right now I'm like at my parents house um didn't like I went to college last year also yeah let me just give you like a brief synopsis of like where I'm at right now and I'll do it as quickly as possible I've grown up in Colorado. I uh, went to college at Arizona State University last year as a freshman. And then I realized that, like, it's just not for me. And so now I'm back uh, with my parents. I'm living with my parents again in Colorado. And I um, am currently, I think I mentioned this last time, but I'm currently working as a substitute teacher. And I'm working as a substitute teacher at a middle school in Denver. So that's kind of like a little bit that you might want to know about me. So obviously what you're hearing here is that I've, I've kind of done all three of the things. I've moved away, I've gone to college, and I've gotten a real job. 
but I want you to keep in mind that I still have yet to do all three at one time. I was working like a little side hustle in college, but like I wouldn't count it. And so now I'm working a real job, not doing college, and I haven't moved out of my house. Like if that, were, well, I have moved out of my house, but I moved back in, if that makes any sense. Um, but so again, so like from a physical and tangible standpoint, it's like, I feel like that's what people, uh, like that's what happens in your 20s. People don't really qualify that as being something that like happens when you're 18 or 19 years old. Like I feel like generally that's grouped into your 20s, which is why I'm kind of like trying to make this argument that like, I think that your 20s start when, like, your legal adulthood starts. Um, don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down with that. But basically, I'm saying that your 20s start when you're 18. So, don't know if that's, like, a fair thing to say or not. People can disagree. That's just, like, my opinion. Um, but, again, that, like, also is kind of invalid of me to say. Like, I'm literally about to invalidate myself right now and be like, but also, like, turning 18 doesn't necessarily mean that you, are like, are in your 20s. It all just depends on what you experienced in life. And so that's another thing about like what actually happened or like what happens in your 20s is not only have you gotten the chance to like maybe get away from what you've always known or like I think the biggest overall idea here is just that like your perspective is changing because you've adjusted where you're standing kind of like in a metaphorical and in a literal way because even if you are kind of like me where you're like living at your parents house but you are working a real job like for me very much so because I am working in Denver public schools when I've grown up in a different county like for me it's it's totally changing my perspective because I've adjusted where I'm standing in the sense that like I'm not standing in the place that I've grown up my entire life ironically enough I was born in Denver so I'm very close to like the place that I was raised for the first three years of my life but again kind of like I was saying I don't remember that like that's not when I was like able to be conscious of my own existence quite yet so um but all, all that to just kind of say that hold on I did lose my train of thought I'm like trying to get back on my train of thought um but sometimes you just got to admit that you have lost it and maybe it'll come back to you then um I think all of that was to just say that like for me because um I have gotten the chance to like broaden my oh gosh this is so cheesy like broaden my horizons and getting the chance to go to Arizona um for, or just getting the chance to like work in Denver I think that it really is almost completely dependent on what you're doing with your life either as a 20 year old or before your 20s um and I think that overall like people people in your 20s they'd say that like what happened is they either went to college they got a real job they moved out some people like go traveling um that's something that I wanted to do I'm have not been able to do so far but we'll just have to see where that goes when I decided to quit college my plan was to quit college to go travel Europe and like go backpacking for a couple of months but you know the good lord up above had his own plans for me and actually I wasn't able to walk for three months totally different story for a different time but that's like what grounded me here um, and kept me from going on like this, you know, on this fun, uh, trip. And instead I'm now working in Denver. That sounded a little bit bitter. I promise I'm not bitter about it. Um, I'm just running out of breath. So at the top of my list, I have that like, yes, you, the, those are like the things that you might do, but these are the other things that I didn't want to quite categorize in the mental and emotional standpoint, but I think it kind of transitions is that your 20s is an opportunity to experiment. And I think that, um, I think that that's like probably 
one of the biggest um, overall themes of your 20s is getting the chance to uh, experiment and experience like being yourself. Again, earlier I kind of mentioned that like in high school you get an opportunity to um, have freedom, but it's still like tame, I guess if that makes sense. Like there's still restrictions, but I feel like as an adult or, you know, when you're in your 20s, especially if you are like moved out of your parents' house um, just because, you know, like their rules might not apply to you as much anymore, even if you are living with them. And this is kind of like the case for my life. Like it's like you're very much so getting the chance to come into yourself and like realize who you are apart from what you've always grown up with. Um, And I think that in all honesty, that can be a little bit more difficult if you are in the same community that you've grown up in. But that's not to say that like it can't still happen because obviously your friends from your community might move away. And so all of a sudden you like are having to almost like shift your community in a way. And it's like what you've always known about this community is changing because your community has changed, if that makes any sense. Um, But so you, you get the chance to experiment and that's like getting the chance to kind of discover yourself for who you are. Um. But I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, like, you, there's lots of experiences that are happening um, in your 20s. And then relationships. Again, these are both kind of, like, right in between the tangible physical versus mental and emotional. I think that what I'm supposed to be talking about right now is kind of, like, what is that experience like from, like, a more uh, tangible standpoint where it's, like, you're I almost even referenced this already like again physically your friends are probably moving away like the community that you've grown up in either you're moving away or they're moving away or it's just like things are changing you're having new people brought into your life and old people are kind of leaving and maybe you're realizing that like oh like I do really want to hold on to this person but I don't actually need to hold on to this person and so like the circle that you are surrounding yourself with in a more physical way and the people that you are like allowing to be in your life that's also changing right and like that's what's happening there um and yeah so also I just want to point out that when I say like I feel like I totally hijacked the idea of experimenting with experiencing and um they're kind of one and the same but I think the experiences allow you to experiment with like your own being if that makes any sense and um I think that like a lot of the time uh experimenting can like that can encompass maybe like from a romantic standpoint, like getting the chance to experiment with what you like and figuring out like what your taste is in people and like what you're hoping for with them. But again, that's almost like falling into like a mental and emotional standpoint. Um, Experiment could also be like working different jobs or going to different places and just trying out new things. Um, For me, I've been doing a lot of that. And uh, again, I think that a lot of those can be encompassed though by this idea of you're probably experimenting with your education or maybe experimenting with your career or experimenting with traveling so that's kind of why I put that in the tangible physical category so now I'm going to move on to the part that I've been wanting to talk about the most for uh this entire episode and I've had to like demonstrate some restraint um I haven't been doing a very good job like just trying not to spoil it but I'm finally here. I'm finally at the point that I've been wanting to talk about this entire time, which is what really happens in your 20s. Uh, Like what happens from a mental and emotional standpoint. And oh my word, I think that this is why um, the idea of your 20s is super 
like it's just hard for me to like wrap my head around because it's like the mental and emotional stuff that happens in your 20s um I I think that it doesn't have to happen in your 20s it doesn't have to start when you're 20 and it doesn't have to end when you're 20 and I will be curious once I get out of my 20s which I haven't even gotten into yet I will be curious to see how much of these um like stay true and to see if finishing this entire new decade of life will like solve any of these like mental and emotional things that I'm talking about so um I think that from what I've noticed from a mental and emotional standpoint moving uh, again I'm just I'm kind of talking about like from uh like this idea of just getting away from what you've always known like to me I that also kind of encompasses your 20s whether it's like a physical getting away from everything that you've always known or like a more like psychological, like reevaluating yourself, reevaluating um, your own values, friendships, uh, relationships, priorities. It's pretty much just like checking your priorities, right? And so to basically like be moving away from what you've always known, uh, that I feel like that is such a big part of your 20s because moving away from what you've always known has the following kind of um, effects. <clears throat> for me personally, and again, I wish that I were 20 so that way this could be more valid, but I have gone through multiple identity, or, oh my goodness, I've gone through multiple identity crises where it's like all of a sudden I'm like, who even am I? And I, I have a hard time imagining that that's not true for everyone. I think that I will admit it and I will, you know, wear that badge on my sleeve with honor. Um, but yes, like yo girl has had many identity crises, um, ever since moving out and just like getting away from everything that I've always known. It's difficult because I think that that came from, um, no longer being ignorant to a lot of things. And I'm not going to go into like the different realizations that I had. That might be just something else that I do a little bit later. Um, just talking about like the various, <clears throat> Um, things that I realized about the world once I got out into it that, like, really kind of did a toll on me, um, not to be pessimistic or negative or anything, but I think that I just kind of realized that, like, I've grown up in Pleasantville and, like, everything here as much as I think that my friends are like, oh, this place is so boring or whatever. It's like, well, it's good. And the world itself, um, is dissimilar to (laughs) the place that we've grown up and I think that that was like a crisis that I went through where I was like hmm this world is like scary you know and I again like not to be all sad and gloomy or whatever but I had a really hard time adapting to just like how scary the world is um I don't necessarily think that I grew up sheltered but I think that the community that I was living in is just overall like a more kind of utopia if that makes any sense like working in inner city Denver it's been interesting to compare my childhood to the kids that I'm working with where I'm like yeah we have just grown up with totally different experiences and I would imagine that they probably are not going to be as um taken aback like as they enter adulthood because they've gotten the chance to kind of witness the world for what it like the badness that it is like being inner city there's like a lot of crazy stuff happening in their communities um and just like for me growing up like I had a lot of it was pretty stable and secure um 
specifically like in the area around me right and so it was kind of difficult to like have all these different things happening in my life around me where it's like oh my gosh like you people like uh, evil is a really strong word but it just feels like there's an overwhelming badness you know and it feels like people are so selfish and self-centered and only interested in themselves and they will do anything to get ahead and it was that was like really difficult for me um to realize that like yeah this is the way that the world works and upon realizing the way that the world works I had like this identity crisis because you realize the way that the world works and then you're trying to figure out how am I going to fit into this because I want to be a good person in this world like I think that there's maybe no such thing as like an objectively good person uh if that makes any sense I think that there's lots of subjectively good people but I it's really hard to like find someone where you're like like they are like the definition of a good person because I just think that everyone has certain problems that they're like needing to work through to better themselves always um but what can I be doing to like be someone in this world that does not feel like I'm a part of the badness of it if that makes any sense and so just kind of like going through that crisis of trying to figure out like who I'm going to be in it and what I don't necessarily think that I care to have like a huge impact I think that realistically uh having one impact really does like change change the world um most people not most people some people might not agree with that but I that's like the way that I view it is like having an effect um, on one person, even just in one small way, like it does have a domino effect. So just kind of thinking to myself, like, who am I going to be in this world that's like honestly pretty dark and scary for me? And like, how am I going to be working to get it one step closer to being um, a good world? So that was a big thing. And then another identity crisis that I had was just kind of like getting the chance to get away from what I've always known um and like the person that I've always been because of the community that I've always been in that was really difficult for me because I realized that who I was was as much as I thought that I would like had a freedom in the like things that I was doing and like the way that it wasn't the things I was doing it was more so the way that I was acting um I I had thought that like that was a choice but I think it was just so influenced by like the things around me that all of a sudden, like, having this, um, like, shift in the atmosphere that I'm around and being surrounded by people of all different backgrounds who don't know my hometown, who, you know, like, we don't really know each other. Um, I have the chance to, like, reinvent myself to be whoever I want to be. I feel like having the opportunity to reinvent yourself is both, like, the biggest blessing and the biggest curse because it's honestly a lot easier to just, like, continue with being the person that you've always known yourself to be um, because that's who you're used to. And for me, like, I thought that I was satisfied with the person that I was. I thought that I wanted to, like, continue to be that person. And then, um, again, like, had this identity crisis of, holy cow, like, I don't actually know if that is who I want to be in my life and I think that the reason I thought that I wanted to be that way in my life was because it received such praise from the people around me back home um but getting out like offered me the opportunity to really take a step back and be like am I acting this way and being this person because this is truly who I want to be or is it because it's receiving the praises of people around me and so that was like another big kind of identity crisis that I 
have gone through um that it's just like who am I gonna be who do I want to be not because it impresses people around me but because it makes me feel content with myself um so that was like a big one um okay another like this most of these kind (laughs) it's so funny because Basically, I think I'm trying to say that, like, your 20s is a crisis. Like, yes, there are the good, fun things that happen, but, like, that's why I'm trying to talk about, like, what really happens, because I think that a lot of people will admit that, like, as much as, like, yes, it's fun to, like, live in the freedom and to, you're kind of, like, in between having responsibility and not having responsibility, like, you're really only um, accountable for yourself. I think that that's, like, kind of, like, a big thing in your 20s is that you're only accountable for yourself, unless, like, you're taking a untraditional path, which is, like, totally fine, but I think that when people refer to their 20s, they're talking about, like, this independence and not having to, like, hold anyone accountable but yourself, and um, I think that, like, that's awesome, uh, in a lot of ways but in a lot of ways it can also be really scary and intimidating because it can lead to like loss of isolation realizing that like you're the only one in charge of yourself you're not like responsible for anyone else which might be a good thing but it also means that no one else is responsible for you which like for me like that can be really difficult to to come to terms with um but again like there are good things happening in your 20s like you know again I think it's really exciting to be able to experiment like I was saying and Um, I think that it's awesome to get the opportunity to meet new people, do new things, um, and just not be concerned about what the consequences are, unlike when you're older and have more responsibility and, like, a career and a reputation to maintain, you know what I'm saying, maybe a family, um, so I think that there's, like, a lot of freedom that comes in your 20s, but again, I think that, I feel like that's what people think about when they think of your 20s. And I, I wish I would have said this at the very beginning, um, but you know, I'll say it now, but I feel like I'm not looking to highlight like the good things that happen in your twenties. I'm kind of looking to highlight the reality of it, which again, haven't experienced it for myself, but just kind of like watching from a distance. It's what I've realized. And it's like, yes, good things are happening, but like, let's also talk about the difficulties of your twenties. And so that's why I'm saying that, like, I think that maybe being in your 20s is just like a series of different crises where it's like you you're just going through so much change and again it's hard to like find the right support to be with you through it because again you are not responsible for anyone but yourself and that means that no one else around you is responsible for you and so all of a sudden it becomes a lot easier to have this identity crisis because you're realizing that like oh shit I have my own identity and I'm in charge of it. Like no one around me can necessarily have an influence on it. Obviously, if you give them power to, they can. But I feel like when you choose the path of independence, it also yields a lot of distress where it's like trying to figure out if that is the best um, avenue to go down or not. But that's, again, just like my opinion. Um, And that's kind of like how I've been feeling, if that makes any sense. So what I was going to say a long, long time ago, though, was that a bunch of these other things that I have of like what really happens in your 20s kind of follow this um, idea of like different crises. And hmm, so I feel like one of the bullet points that I have is that your eyes are open to the real world. And I definitely feel like I've already kind of gone over that, you know, like for me personally, just realizing like, huh, this world is scary. Um, It's beautiful. And I think think that there's like a lot that it has to offer but it can be really intimidating 
to find out how you're going to pursue the good things in the world as as opposed to um, being drawn in by the bad things, if that makes any sense. And I think that your 20s is a series of choices that you're making to decide, um, again, like, who do you want to be in this world? Um, And you kind of, like, have your eyes open to, like, am I going to just kind of fall into the nastiness of the world which sorry if like this is kind of um appearing to be like demeaning to people's choices I'm I'm not trying to be that way I'm just trying to say that like it's a lot harder to turn from the bad world than it is to um embrace it and I'm not saying that everyone in this world is bad I just think that people, um, myself included, have a tendency to be more influenced by the bad things around them than the good. Like, it takes more effort and energy to be good in this world than it takes to fall into the badness, so it makes sense that people are constantly falling into it. Um, But so, yeah, I feel like I've kind of talked about that for a little bit too long. So now I'm going to talk about... um, the relationships and thoughts that you've had for your entire life that you begin to question, right? And I think that one of the hard things about your 20s, again, like if you've kind of like grown up in a community like I have where it's like most of these people have been of your life, a part of your life for a good chunk of time. Like I didn't necessarily grow up with them like in my childhood, but they were like a part of my high school years, which are like super important years in my life. Um, And just getting the chance to step away from that and again kind of like shifting your viewpoint it's super interesting because and oh my goodness I feel I feel kind of guilty about this um just because like one of my friends told me once like they were like why did you say that but I had a couple of high school um boys come up to me and a friend once and they were like it was super funny how like the conversation started but basically they like were asking like what should we expect for college because me and this friend that I was with like we had experienced our first year of college and um it's funny because I think I had just told him that I wasn't going back to college either so of course he's like oh my gosh like you shouldn't have said that because like you're a college dropout at this point like you're no longer valid but um (laughs) anyway like they were like what should we expect for college and he had told them that like oh yeah like it's awesome super fun time like you know make sure that you have like a good roommate or whatever and then I was like you know also like kind of expect to have to reanalyze your entire life reanalyzing your friendships and just like who you are as a person and like expect an identity crisis and they were like uh okay (laughs) and like I'm just like a super honest person I feel like if something comes to my mind I just like want to say it and I don't want to sugarcoat it and he looked at me afterwards and he was like why the fuck did you just say that like you probably just scared the shit out of them and my response to him was like okay well yeah like my bad if that scares them but at the same time it keeps them from being blindsided by it and I was blindsided by it like I think that I wish I wish that somebody would have told me to expect the bad things that happen because that would have made it a lot easier for me to work through them I feel like uh again this idea of like glamorizing glorifying your 20s um it makes it difficult when you go through hard things and hard experiences with it because you're like, oh my gosh, everyone said that this was like supposed to be the most enjoyable, fun time of my life. But like, 
internally I am struggling and stressing out and I feel like I'm reconsidering like who I am as a person consider like reconsidering the people that I surround myself with the thoughts that I have like what do I even want to do with my life and people don't talk about that and I was talking like I began to be more vulnerable with my friends and it sounds like a good portion of them like we're experiencing the same thing and I'm like so why did no one tell us that why did no one prepare us for that why did no one explain that like like, I, I, I'm not trying to say that, like, there's not the fun part. It, like, I literally told you, I'm like, I, yes, there's so much good that can happen in your 20s, but people know that already. Why don't we talk about, like, the difficulties that you're going to face? And so, um, again, like, sorry if this is a little bit um, much and might, like, be off-putting, but again, like, I just think that it's only fair to share um some truth about what it is so anywho so to basically go back to what I was saying um you will probably question a lot of your relationships and thoughts that you've had and it's just because like I think brainwashing is a very intense way to put it but I can't think of like a better word basically like oh I know what the word is like you're being influenced by the people around you by your parents by your siblings by your friends that you've grown up with by the community that you've always been in um and like I feel like the thoughts that you think that you have are like you're gonna think that you have them because other people around you have them but then when you finally get away from that and all of a sudden you get the chance to have your own opinions on things it's like hmm I've been saying that like I believe in this but am I just saying that because the people around me believe in this and so that's like another thing that kind of happens is like you get the chance to really um basically you get the chance to notice your own experiences and form your own opinions about them as opposed to being so influenced by the people around you and I think that uh for I I could imagine this being one of those things like after you get over your 20s it's kind of like worn off but um I think that that's going to happen for a long time and I think that I for me I can see myself like constantly finding new things that I'm like oh shit like I'm saying that that's my opinion on this but is it just because like I've always known that that's what the people around me's opinions have been um so that's like an interesting thought uh a thought about your thoughts and then again with relationships like almost almost it kind of correlates to like realizing that like hmm, my thoughts might not actually be what I thought that they were just like these people that you've surrounded yourself with like maybe you don't actually have as much in common as you thought you did and that's a big one that I kind of I've realized for myself um in terms of like making new relationships now I feel like I've become a lot more picky about who I do invite to be a part of my life just because there's not as much like pressure with it anymore if that makes any sense like I feel like growing up it's like oh well you know I'm friends with so-and-so so you and I'm speaking from like the perspective of like maybe someone's mom right it's like I'm friends with so-and-so's mom so why don't you just be friends with so-and-so when really so-and-so and you only have your moms in common if that makes any sense whereas like then once you get out into the real world you get the opportunity to be like hmm like uh you know our we don't have our moms in common that's like the furthest thing from what we do have in common but like everything else yes (laughs) if (laughs) I feel like that sentence was really stupid um but hopefully hopefully you can pick up on what I'm saying it's basically just like there are a lot of things influencing your relationships before you enter your 20s and then once you do enter your 20s um you kind of get the chance to like choose and cherry pick like what you're looking for a little bit more um at least that's been my experience and 
Um, I think that it's super important to realize that just because your preference and taste in people has kind of like changed from what you've grown up with doesn't mean that like you don't need to be friends with the people that you were friends with growing up if that makes any sense like I I've realized that a, maybe a portion of people that like have been in my life for a while now like I probably wouldn't have become friends with them in college but that's only because like we've gone off and become different people but I still love having people in my life that like maybe aren't as similar to me now as like I thought that they were and like we don't have as much in common but it's honestly really cool because it gives you an opportunity to like kind of reevaluate the friendship in a way that you can be like okay I either do want to keep this or I don't want to keep this and if you decide that like yes this is a quality person we just don't have that much in common then you go digging for it like I have a couple of friends right now that I was not nearly as close with in high school as I am now and it's because I realized like oh like aside from going to the same high school and maybe having the same friend group we really didn't have that much in common at least not that we ever like acknowledged but I'm like you're a pretty quality person and so we've like been digging to try to figure out different um elements and like parts of each other that work together and it's actually been like super cool and rewarding um but then there will obviously be like the other side of that where you're like hmm I've grown up with them my entire life and for what like I I don't have I don't think that I have any examples of that in my life but for real like I think that some people get kind of stuck in all of a sudden it's like you've you've they've been in your life because they've kind of like been forced into your life but now all of a sudden because you're taking different paths you get the chance to choose. Do you want to keep this person in your circle or do you not? Um, so that's kind of an interesting um, thought on what happens in your 20s with like a relationship kind of thought process standpoint. And then my final one, which I'm actually going to take a quick break here before I go into this and then I'll honestly probably wrap things up sooner than later. I don't know. Um, my final one that I'll go into in just one second, I'm going to take a quick break, is navigating adulthood. So give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay, so I'm back um, talking about navigating adulthood, and the way that I'm going to go about this one is a little bit different than what how I've been going about the rest of them, um, because I it's this is like total coincidence. I was on Reddit this morning, trying to like, I kind of wanted to try to include something from Reddit in in this like episode and whatnot because I'm experimenting with Reddit right now and I've decided that I love it. Um, <clears throat> But it's kind of funny. I opened up something on Reddit and then I clicked a bunch of random buttons. I don't know if you guys ever do that where you're like clickety click 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 and you're typing like a madman and you're not actually trying to type anything. It kind of is like a it's kind of like a cloudy with a chance of meatballs moment where your hands are just going all over the keyboard. And then all of a sudden things on my screen started changing. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like I had something I wanted to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like pressing the back button to get back to where I was. And this topic from um the community of ask reddit pops up and the question was what's an adult problem nobody prepared you for and I'm like oh my gosh that fits like perfectly into what I'm doing today so I'm like why don't I just include that so I'm gonna be going over um first of all like I'm gonna say what I was going to say regarding navigating adulthood and then I'm going to kind of like give you guys this resource of this reddit um kind of uh, what would you call it? like a forum again I'm new here so just bear with me but um and then you can like have the chance to look through and see what other people have said about what's an, a problem um in adulthood that nobody prepared you for so 
it's just funny because it, it totally correlates with this entire idea of navigating adulthood because navigating adulthood is so fucking difficult like there's nothing that anyone could do on this planet to prepare you for what adulthood is I think that like for me with my um circumstances like growing up I've definitely had like a taste of adulting but until you actually like get the chance to go out there and are realizing like what it means I'm honestly I'm thinking from like a logistical standpoint not gonna lie but like adulthood from a logistical standpoint is so difficult I'm gonna bring up the one that everyone always talks about you have taxes right and then you have honestly a majority of it probably involves finances because like it's just hard to navigate the financial world when you haven't been financially literate growing up but then there's also like there's also like figuring out how to like get a job figuring out how to network with people figuring out how to (laughs) make friends as an adult like sorry I didn't mean to laugh at that but like seriously making friends as an adult oh my gosh no one talks about how difficult that is again that's almost like its own separate um topic maybe I'll make a note of that that I should talk hold on um I'm gonna make a quick note of that on my computer sorry if I should have just clicked pause but I didn't but that's just who I am right now um otherwise the thought will leave me so anywho um like making friends as an adult that can be super difficult finances career education relationships oh my gosh like there's just so much a part of adulthood that no one like you you get the chance to consider it but you don't really get the chance to like notice how um omnipresent it's going to be in your life and so I don't know navigating adulthood is hard um and I feel like that's just like another crisis that you kind of go through in your 20s which um again like sorry to spill the beans but I'm just trying to like prepare people and so Going off of that, that's why I'm going to be um, looking at this Reddit that says, what's an adult problem that nobody prepared you for? Because the entire point is to try to kind of like prepare you for what's coming. So the top post is how hard it is to throw away a box because it's a really good box. It's so funny because that makes so much sense to me because that's exactly what my parents do. Like if you have like in my house, if we have a really good box for us specifically, it typically is like, oh, that'd make a great Valentine's Day box. But like for other people or like a great Christmas present box. Right. And I think that it's the funniest thing ever um, that that is like a uniquely adult experience. But I totally get what you're saying. Like that is so funny. So true. Also, I guess I'm kind of realizing that like This doesn't necessarily fall into the category of being in your 20s, but it totally falls into the category of what I was just talking about with navigating adulthood. Um, So I'm just like fitting it in. I think it makes sense. If you you don't think that it applies, then I'm very, very sorry. But I think that this makes sense. And so, um, oh my gosh, I have not read through this other than that first comment. And the next one, oh, this is so funny because obviously this is like a shared experience because the next comment says how hard it is to make new friends. Um... And then the next person below that says, I would have said that myself if you didn't. Um, The problem isn't meeting new people. It's finding new people you actually like. Ooh, mic drop, period. Yes, absolutely. And oh my gosh, I feel like I was kind of explaining this before. Like with your relationships, it is just so difficult to figure out what you want. No, it's maybe not that difficult to figure out what you want in a person. But finding a person that's like what you want Ooh, it's very difficult. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I feel like, again, I'll just keep that for like a separate episode. But yeah, that's what someone said. How hard it is to make new friends. Uh, I'm going to upvote that and then I'm going to move on. Um, ooh, this one's good. It's how many adults are functioning at a childlike capacity. And what they mean by that 
um, is not like people who like it's not meant to be like a diss to people who like are not able to function from like a neurological standpoint um like an adult if that makes any sense they're basically dissing people who act childish when they're supposed to be adults um so someone replied so many stupid people another person this one's interesting and I really I think that this is a great response it says so many traumatized people um if you research outer child a lot of bad adult behaviors make a lot more sense so I think that, oh, oh, and then someone said trauma is no excuse for being a moron, which is true, 100% true. But that's why your 20s is so hard is you get the chance to kind of come face to face with like, I don't like using the word trauma. I'm going to use it. But like you get the chance to come face to face with the trauma that you've had as a child and you get to decide, you get to decide, am I going to let this make me a bad person or am I going to learn from this and use it to my advantage and am I going to, um, like, again, like I was saying, like, are you going to give in to the badness of the world or are you going to reject it and work towards good? And I think that for me, something that I've experienced is that, again, it feels bad to say this, but just a, a lot of people are struggling with, um, like, being proper functioning adults because they are not denying or, like, rejecting the badness in their life. It's a, as opposed to, like, working through the trauma, they're just, like, embracing it, and I think that it's always best, um, even though it's fucking hard, to address the trauma that you've had, because it allows you to come out of it stronger, so cliche, but at the same time, like, if you are just being like, oh, well, that was my past, so it's, like, destined to be my future, no, like, that is just such a quitter attitude, if you're a quitter, go ahead, say that all you want, but, like, I, I think that people deep down want to be good contributing um like people in this world and I I don't know I'm I'm, all I'm trying to say is that it's kind of funny um how many people uh just (laughs) decide that they are going to take their easier way out sorry that's kind of brutal but um not addressing your trauma is the easy way out unpopular opinion and so that can lead to people these adults acting like children um and it's just funny because I feel like a couple of these things um other than the box one I feel like I've almost kind of gone over this already so it's nice to have like um these claims that I've been making like reassured um oh this one's so sad this one says sitting in a chair for eight hours and then being extremely exhausted afterwards that makes so much sense um, let me see what the other comment says. It says, when I came home from college and was living with my parents whilst I saved up some money, I got my first real nine to five job. I came home after my first date and just collapsed on the couch. And my dad was just like, now you get it. Oh, that's just so sad because I think that it's encompassing of a couple of different things. One, that people are working jobs that they don't want to be working. Um, it's not to say that like, if you're working a job that you like, you're not going to be exhausted by it, but this idea of like sitting in a chair for eight hours and being exhausted by that, like I think that that kind of says that like maybe your heart isn't really in what you're doing um, or like, I don't know, that's just like an opinion. Obviously, like that's not the entire truth, but I think that I think that um, with a lot of people that can be true. And then another thing that that kind of uh, encompasses, in my opinion, is the fact that people are struggling like if you are sitting at a chair for eight hours and it's exhausting for you, I think that that means like mentally there might be some things that you need to address. And, um, I think that mental health in adults, like 
I think that I'm very grateful that it is a topic of conversation, but I don't feel like adults feel comfortable. Um, I don't feel like they have, they think that they have the personal resources. I think that therapy is an option if you can afford it. I think that there are ways to go about getting help, but I don't think that help, um, helps nearly as much if it isn't like a consistent support from like the people around you. And again, that's just like what makes your twenties hard is like trying to figure out how are you going to be able to support yourself while also like not being entirely self self um reliant and cutting people out of your life um totally just like went off topic from being the extremely exhausted thing but again I, I'm just trying to say that like I think that mental health is a big cause um of that and I I just hope that we are able to move in a direction in which adult mental health can be addressed in healthy and beneficial ways to which point um either a you aren't sitting in a chair for eight hours if it's not something that you're passionate about and b at least it's not extremely exhausting because your mental health is is positive and good um oh my gosh this one says figuring out what to eat every day Mm -hmm. yeah like enough said honestly (laughs) having people feed you throughout your entire life is oh my gosh like such a bonus like oh well like when you're younger that is just one of those benefits that you do not see until you have to figure out how to feed yourself every day. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm super fortunate to be at home with my mother who, uh, is an amazing cook, but damn. Um, uh, even, even still, like I just have a hard time feeding myself. It is rough out here. It's brutal. That's the thing. Um, just kind of like for me to, to kind of encompass the 20, the idea of being in your twenties, I would say that the the most that I can say about it is it's brutal out here. I'm not trying to quote Olivia Rodrigo or anything. I just say it all the time. Like, oh my gosh, this place is brutal, period. Like from having to find friends to having to figure out how to eat to having to find like the perfect box. It's just brutal out here. I think I'm only going to do one. Wow. This one's interesting. I was going to say, I think I'm only going to do one more. Um, and it's interesting because this kind of, um, and sorry, my perspective has been kind of skewed to see like ADHD all over the place. And this one kind of feels ADHD, but it's cool to know that like, this doesn't necessarily have to be affiliated with ADHD at all. Like this might just be like a shared human experience. It says being crushed by your own constant guilt over how little you feel like you're doing, even when you're doing a lot. Okay, maybe it's not entirely ADHD because I feel like ADHD is when you're crushed by the guilt of how little you're doing because you aren't doing anything, but this one is you're doing a lot. It's, I don't know. That's interesting. That one's really sad. Um, And I wish that we could all just, gosh, I'm like saying, I wish that we could all just do better at this one. I'm still bad at this myself, but I wish that we could all just work towards giving um, ourselves more credit. And that's just a little side note right here. Like, that's why... I've kind of realized, um, becoming an adult, like one of my priorities is to encourage the people around me. I just, I know that for me, uh, being encouraged, even though it can be hard to receive a compliment, like it does feel good. Um, it feels very validating. And so I think that like adults don't get encouraged nearly as much as, uh, like younger people. Like I'm thinking about like kids, right? If a kid does a good job, like let's say that like 
put their clothes away right it's like good job I'm so proud of you like you did such a good job my friend whereas like as an adult it's like okay no screw you keep on going like don't even acknowledge the effort and that's why I'm kind of working to encourage people um because I don't think that adults specifically receive it enough and I think that we would all flourish if we were encouraged a little bit more um oh okay maybe I'll say no hold on I'm not gonna say that one yes I will because that's not fair to leave you guys hanging unless I just lost it hold on oh I may have just lost it hold on sorry guys I will say um oh wow okay I'm not gonna be able to find the last one it's was something about it was something about like uh late or like onset the onset of mental health or something like that um yeah I'm sorry oh it says the average age of onset for several mental illnesses being in late adolescence and early adulthood sorry okay um I'm glad I didn't skip over that one because it's actually very important I'm not going to talk about it very much right now but that's a really good one how like and it kind of ties into the entire addressing your trauma thing like when you're addressing your trauma a lot of the time Oh, gosh. Okay. No, I am going to go into this a little bit. There's something called... Oh, gosh. What is it called? Oh, okay. I know. It's like when trauma resurfaces, basically. It's when you go through your life not feeling safe enough to feel certain emotions because the environment that you're in is not safe enough to acknowledge them. And I think that that's something that people, um, like, specifically who have experienced trauma throughout their childhood, like, that is something that is not talked about within the adult community and I think that that's something especially that's not talked about in your 20s is the fact that when you're 20 again like just going off of this idea of like getting away from what you've always known if you have the opportunity um the opportunity to you know go back and notice all your trauma but like if you have lived a life that does have trauma in it a lot of the time you will not have the opportunity to acknowledge it until you get away from it And that makes adulthood so much more difficult. That makes, like, this idea of your 20s so much more difficult because that would mean, and again, this is just, like, what I've witnessed. I don't know what the statistics are behind it or not, but I'm going to use this Reddit to back me up here. Basically, like, all I'm trying to say is that in your 20s, the chances of having trauma resurface are probably a lot greater than any other time in your life because it's the first time that you've gotten out of the environment that has been traumatizing for you. So, again... Maybe that's, like, a, a different topic for a different time. Just, like, I would love to talk about, like, trauma resurfacing eventually. So maybe we'll talk about that again. But it's just interesting to have that person bring that up because I think that it's interesting to know that, like, yeah, that's low-key um, uh, a shocking experience. Um, okay, this this is going to be my last one because this one is, this one is just so, like, hmm... This one's just hard, and I don't think that this is necessarily something that is specific to adulthood, but I think that navigating something like this in adulthood would be drastically more difficult. And it says, what to do when your dad dies. Mine passed last night, and I am sitting here like, uh, now what? No one prepares you for the death of a parent. And a parent can die at any time in your life. That's not something that's necessarily going to happen in adulthood. Like, a parent... A loved one, a friend can be taken from you at any point in time. Witnessing your first like real substantial death that like hits you in a, a specific place, especially a parent when like they've raised you, 
that's going to be something super hard. No, nothing on this earth could ever prepare you for that, right? Um, But I think that the reason that this probably got brought up in a conversation about adulthood is because, again, finding the resources, finding the people to support you through that becomes astronomically harder as an adult. I think, and I can't speak from my own experience because I haven't, I've been, you know, fortunate enough to not have to have that happen for me. But I think that if you have a parent who passes away, um, like when you are younger, especially because you're like still in a school community of people that probably know you more personally, you're going to get more support and people are going to know. And it's almost like you're not even going to have to worry about having the conversation because it's just going to get around. Whereas when you become an adult, you have to be the one to be like, hey, yeah, like either, my, you know, my mom just died or like, yeah, my dad died a couple of years ago, whatever it is. And if your parent dies, let's again, like for the sake of this episode, let's say in your 20s, how do you navigate that when you're most likely transitioning between one group of friends and another and all of a sudden it's like anyone who would know you um, well enough to be able to support you through that probably isn't around and most of the people in your life are probably newer, maybe didn't even meet this parent that like has passed away, right? And so like it just, it becomes a really difficult situation to navigate when you are in your 20s because you're just, it's like you're in between these different stages of life and so it's like who are you supposed to turn to? um, when that happens, and I think that that's just a super interesting thing to bring up, um, it's really, really sad to imagine what it is like to have to experience the death of a parent, um, that young, and when you feel like you don't have the community, and, um, don't feel like you have, like, relationships that are either established enough, or that just aren't the same as what they used to be, so, you know, my heart goes out, to anyone that is going through that, um, right now, or that will go through that, I can't imagine, um, but, uh, it's hard to, like, kind of end it on that note, because I know that it is super sad, I'm not even going to try to, like, twist it to be, like, like, your 20s are super fun, because, again, the entire point of this is, like, no, like, life happens in your 20s, and you're left to figure out how to deal with it, and if you don't have an established community of people who are going to help you through it, it's going to be fucking hard, And this last question just kind of encompasses why adulthood in and of itself can be so hard is because it can be so isolating. Um, And that's why I wanted to bring up this conversation, though, is because by speaking out again about like the difficulties of being in your 20s, I think that it opens up an opportunity for us to all be more vulnerable with each other about like what's really going on, like what really happens in your 20s because it's not all sunshine and rainbows like it's actually really hard it's not sunshine and rainbows it's like identity crises and childhood trauma resurfacing and you know all the things so um I I think I'm gonna wrap it up I'm sure that I had plenty more that I wanted to say but I feel like I've said what I wanted to um and I'm excited because I will be turning 20 in a month from now and I would love to ideally 
use um that is something to motivate me to continue to get through these I'm a little bit worried that this is just like a hyperfixation of mine at the moment and that it's like oh my gosh you're gonna want to record every second of every day and then in the next couple of days it's gonna be like hmm, what I had a podcast you know um I really do want to try to stay consistent with this because like I was kind of mentioning in my last episode I have a hard time staying um committed to like tasks that I embark on um but I think that this was a good episode to do for my second episode because, again, like, it gives me something to kind of, like, come back to. Um, Ideally, you know, it would be really cool if, like, a couple years, that's weird to say, but, like, if, like, a couple years from now I could go back and kind of explain, like, yeah, girl, like, you totally hit the nail on the head. This is what your 20s really is. Or, "Mm -hmm, girl, you thought, you know. Um, But, so, yeah, this has been... Um, the Chatty Cathy podcast. Sorry if this was kind of like a dark episode, but again, like I'm just trying to like share my experiences, my opinions, and honestly just looking to be open and honest and vulnerable, um, even if it's hard, even if it's kind of difficult to come to terms with. Because what I'm learning is that if you are not acknowledging the brutal truths, then I'm I'm not saying that life is gonna be harder. I just don't know if the reward is as good. Um, but then again, I have not lived long enough to be sure if that's the case. So we'll just see, um, if actually having that big two zero, um, is going to change my perspective at all. But for now, I think I'm going to let y'all go. Uh, much love and appreciation. Thanks for listening. And I will talk with y'all next time.